Joining us in the studio is uh, our very own John Sandom. John, great to have you back. Great to be back. You know, this is probably the earliest I've ever been in the studio. <laughs> That's so true. Then <laughs> uh, get used to it. Um, I got to tell you, this is a, a very exciting time because you're going to be our MC for a huge event that is a fundraiser for the General Marine Hospital Foundation. Uh, it's Gabor and Friends. This is a, a really unique kind of show. Mm-hmm. December 7th at the Gaty Theater. It's a nine-piece band. Performances from six featured singers who could sell out a show in their own right. Yeah, they're all amazing. And uh, so all of the proceeds from the ticket sales will go directly to the Hospital Foundation. That's the biggest part of this. That's so cool. Uh, Joining us in the studio is a gentleman you know very well. Uh, He's your dad. Norm Sandom (laughs) is, uh, we're calling him the producer of the show. This wasn't just your idea, but certainly you're you're, you're sort of one of the uh, ringleaders of this event. I guess you'd have. To, I guess I'd uh, answer to that description. Uh, but uh, my uh, partner in this event is Gabor uh, Sapizi, and uh, he really uh, has brought together all these amazing uh, people for the event. You know what? I can already feel the amount of love that's going to be in this event because, as as John pointed out, this is not an event that you can normally get to see this many, uh, you know, world class singers. Uh, with a nine-piece band on a stage right here in Collingwood, you, you wouldn't normally see that happen. So obviously there's a labor of love going on here. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that uh, love is felt by all the people involved, uh, mm. including uh, Dean, who's joining us this morning. But uh, uh, as of last night, it, we're apparently a 10-piece band. Uh, wow, it keeps growing. <laughs> we've got a lot of musicians that uh, really uh, are excited about this event and uh, want to be involved in it. So uh, we've had people ask us if they can uh, play with us. Uh, it, so we'll see what happens on, on the 7th. Well, you know, I can completely understand that happening because when you attach some of the names that you've attached to this show, uh, and one in, in included is is a gentleman I'm a huge fan of, uh, Dean McTaggart joins us on the line. Before we talk to Dean, let's have a listen to this. Yeah, that's Dean McTaggart right there. That goes back a little while there, Dean. Uh, yes, more years than I'd like to mention, John. <laughs> I'm guessing that's uh, early 80s. That, of course, was uh, the Canadian pop band, The Arrows. Uh, aptly named. They were rising stars back in the day. And, and boy, you had uh, quite a run with that band. Yeah, we had, uh, you know, a few hits, Meet Me in the Middle and Talk Talk. And Heart of the City. Heart of the City, yeah. yeah. Uh, the band broke up in the mid-80s, and, and you went on to, uh, to, to, was it Life on the Road that you wanted? Because you kind of went into being a, a behind-the-scenes guy, but a, a staff songwriter. I was a staff songwriter uh, pretty much throughout uh, all of the 90s after the band broke up. Um, I was the principal writer for, for the band, and it just seemed like a, a good fit. And uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to do that for, like I said, for most most of the 90s. Now, of course, you were principal songwriter, but you're also the voice of the band and and one heck of a singer, if I might add. Well, thank you so much. Uh, what was it like to take that back seat to have uh, folks, mind you, you know, we're talking Winona Judd, Terry Clark, uh, Kelly Coffey, uh, Rita Coolidge, uh, Johnny Reed, John McDermott, uh, singing your songs instead of you be the singer? Well, uh, it, it was... You know, it's different from uh, from being the front man of a band, that's for sure. But uh, um, 
when the checks came in, it was it was just fine. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it like when? Uh, and I I remember this watching this on television. Uh, I remember when uh, Elton John called uh, a song by a then unknown artist, uh, a relatively unknown, Amanda Marshall, right. a song that she had uh, being a surefire hit uh, and being a top twenty world song. Uh, what was it like being attached? to that album and 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 having a song on that album that went so huge so fast well i was watching rosie o'donnell when she when she was interviewing elton and he said that and my wife was sitting beside me and uh it was it was uh, just surreal really to be honest with you he said that uh, dark horse was one of the best songs that he'd ever written i mean it was elton john saying this yeah. so you can imagine we were He's had a few hits. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was fortunate enough to have you know uh, four songs on that record and uh, on Amanda Marshall's first record, and it uh, it changed it changed our lives. Mm. It changed my life as a writer. I mean, uh, opened up an awful lot of doors that I couldn't get in before. And so. I gotta say, not to pry, but it's, it's had to make you a little bit more comfortable than than most Canadian songwriters. Um. I could not complain. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, your most recent project is an eight-piece soul band. You call it Ultrasound. Uh, it's it's kind of a who's who of, of great Canadian players. It sure is. I mean, uh, we have wow, but uh, uh, to get um, you know the, like eight or ten guys, it's it's hard enough to deal with one guy <laughs> my age, or, uh, let alone ten guys my age. But when you can get them all in one room. It's it makes for uh, an awful lot of fun. I mean, we uh, we had the uh, horn section from Lighthouse, which I'm sure you know who Lighthouse are, the old Lighthouse, Canadian Lighthouse band, and that's the horn section that's on the on the gig. Uh, wow! In December, and uh, um, Steve uh, Steve Kennedy hen- heads that uh, uh, horn section, and Steve is. He's a legend in uh, the music industry. Um, I mean, he was in Mother Lode, he was in Dr. Yep. Music. The list goes on. It's uh, The history of Canadian music, really. Yes, absolutely, yeah. What yeah. intrigued you about uh, Sandman and Company's idea of putting on a show called Gabor and Friends, where they bring in a stellar nine-piece by now 10, uh, and then invite uh, special lead singers to, to come in front of the band? What brought you into this project? I've known Gabor since high school. Oh. We played in bands in high school in Brampton, Ontario. Oh, wow. So, in, in, in fact, we may be in one of the, There was a club, uh, the, you probably don't remember, in, in uh, Collingwood called the Drumby Club that was on the main drag. Yeah, that's before my uh, I'm talking late 60s, early yeah. 70s. Wow. And I've known Gabor since then. And a lot of the guys in the band I've, I have history with. Mm. So, it was a no-brainer for me. So, this yeah. is old home week, in other words. Absolutely, and uh, when you get to be uh, a little bit older, uh, <laughs> it's got to be fun, yes. and uh, I know this will be a lot of fun. Uh, you're going to be uh, singing some interesting songs. Uh, I don't know, uh, Norm, are we allowed to talk about the set list this early on? Sure. Uh, I understand that uh, you've got slated, and everything can change, of course, but uh, you've picked a Stephen Stills classic that he did with Buffalo Springfield. What does, for what it's worth, uh, intrigue you about it? It's still relevant, you know, mm. lyrically, I think. 
And we do a version by Keb Mo, which is uh, really leans heavily on the horns. And I and it, for tunes for this gig, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. When you got a horn section like that, you really need to take advantage of it, and that's what I'm trying to do with my with my few songs. Yeah, Dean, I've got a question on one of your songs. Uh, you're going to do that great song. Treat Her Right by Roy Head? Yeah, yeah man. I want to know if you're going to bust out any uh, Roy Head dance moves. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and, I, and I did tell Gabor that that has to be the last tune. Yes, because you might <laughs> hurt yourself. That I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After that tune, I'm spent. Uh, Dean McTaggart, uh, what a pleasure it is to talk to you. We can't wait to see you December 7th. Uh, that's a Friday night live at the Gaiety Theater. Uh, Norm, how do folks get tickets for this? Uh, and it, I should point out, too, 100% of the ticket revenue goes directly to the Collingwood General Marine Hospital Foundation. Yeah, it's pretty simple. You go on the Gaiety uh, website and um, you uh, look for the events calendar. You look for Gabor and Friends and you click on uh, Buy Tickets. And it's not only a great fundraiser, but it's an amazing deal because the $75 ticket not only gets you a ticket to the event, but everyone's going to walk away with a huge souvenir. Yeah, we're producing a, a DVD. That's one of the reasons we wanted to do this event, to uh, um, make a record of history of some of these fine artists coming together for mm-hmm. this special event. Uh, they won't actually walk away from the evening with right. the DVD because we've got you to do the editing and, and so on. It, yeah. it'll, it'll be available uh, probably a couple of weeks after the event. But it's included in their p- ticket price. Absolutely. All they've got to do is keep their ticket and present their ticket and they get the DVD. Doors open at 7 p.m., show at 8. Gabor and friends. For more details, visit thepeakfm.com. Uh, John, thank you for, for dropping in. We're looking forward to seeing you run this show. It's going to be interesting. You bet. Uh, Norm, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for having me. And Dean McTaggart, thank you for taking time to join us here on Talk of the Town. My pleasure. Thanks, guys.